Welcome to the Remote Property Sourcing Podcast. I'm Tom Wade. And I'm Tom Ashtosevsky. And in this podcast, you will learn how to build a six-figure remote property sourcing business from anywhere in the world. Without using credit checks, without prior experience, and without using your own money to buy property. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. And this episode's a bit of dose of reality and we talk about why most new entrepreneurs fail, but specifically what we've seen in property. But this goes across all in all endeavors and anything that's new that's involving self-development. What do I mean by that? Like you want to change your your current circumstances, your existing reality. And you want to do that by doing something new. So Thomas, this is interesting, isn't it? This is what we talk about all the time. And it's the most important thing, isn't it? Is, is you know, the, the engine is the person. They're going to be, you know, we can't do it for you, right? So someone could, there's going to be people that listen to this podcast. They do nothing. There's, some, there's going to be some people that do a little bit. There's going to be some people that absolutely crush it and change their life. From your perspective, I'm asking you as a friend, what's, what do you think is the difference between the person that crushes it and the person that does absolutely nothing? Well, you, I mean, from your honest opinion. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so outwardly, it's outwardly, it's action, taking the action, going out, implementing the steps and ultimately doing that even when you know, at times they're sort of they're feeling a bit down or they're, they're having a bad day because let's face it, guys, we don't always feel 100 percent. And then, you know, going backwards, that's then the inwards part. That's the inward part, which is that drive. And I mean, I'll let you in on a little secret, guys. We don't always feel 100 percent. People asking us, they're like, I mean, I know Tom, especially like, my God, I've met you in person. You, you're not like you are when you speak. You're not this crazy live. Yeah, I'm, I, I've never been 100%. <laughs> and, I just and, figure out how to do it. There's a good quote there is, I love this, done is the new perfect. Yeah. You're just moving forward and getting it done and then, and then perfecting it, perfecting yeah. the painting, get the painting out and then start changing up the water the colors and tweaking the highlights and stuff. But you've got to begin. You've got to put pen to paper, right, in life. And I think, yeah, this is a good point, Thomas. Uh, people say that, right? Like, oh, your development, how do you do that? But they don't see all of the, all of the steps, the learning, the implementation. I think people live in a theory land, a fantasy land, don't they? They don't want to take action to make their dreams actually happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So as I said, that, that outward part of, of going, taking action. And when I mean taking action, I mean action based towards outcome. Because, I mean, we, we had a very, a very interesting conversation with my girlfriend recently talking about uh, rewarding. And we, we realized that most people reward themselves on action, which you think, oh, that, that sounds good, rewarding an action. No, no, no. You need to reward yourself on an outcome. And hence why you should work outcome based. Now, what do I mean by that? Because it's just like, oh, you're talking gibberish. But no, what I mean by that is if your goal is to say, I don't know, make a sale. And the goal is to make 10 pounds or 10,000 pounds. It doesn't matter. The actions to go make that sale are to go pitch to 10 or 100 people. Now, most people will go, I'm going to reward myself on pitching to 10 people. I've pitched. I, I, I deserve a beer. I deserve a reward. No, actually, you should be rewarding yourself on the money made. And, and a lot of people don't see it like that because at the end of the day, if you think about the way we're programmed in our jobs, unless you are purely performance based, and a lot of people don't want to go on that process, 
This is why salespeople, in my uh, humble opinion, are a very different breed of people versus everyone else. Um, they they are based on just action, just getting getting chomping through different bits of what they've got to get done. And as businesses, the mechanism of how we are rewarded, i.e. we're paid so that we can actually live our lives, is on outcome. If you come forward to a client and say, oh, do you know what? We, we, we've, we've done X, Y, Z, but nothing's really happened for you. They're going to be like, well, it, yes. this isn't good You know enough. why most people, here's the thing, Thomas, why most people don't want to do outcome is because I, I, I come up with a mental model. Most people are fearful of rejection because they've tried things in the past and it failed. And what happens is their subconscious has learned it's too painful to move forward for what you want because you're going to fail. But here's the deal. You can only fail when you quit. You can't, if you keep going, it's a law that eventually, if you keep trying new things and taking action and getting feedback from mentors and from people, you're going to hit your goals. So I believe the people that don't succeed, they don't have a goal in the first place, what you said there, mate. They don't have an outcome, no. number one. They don't have a plan to get there, a strategy. And they don't know how long it's realistically going to take. So they don't have realistic expectation for themselves based on their skill level. So if someone's already made a million pounds, it won't be hard for them to make the million. Why? Because they believe it and they know exactly what to do. So they've got to be realistic. And number four, here's what I think. Most people, actually I'll step back a bit. When I would do a lot of one-on-one -on -one mentoring sessions, we would have a two hour session. They were really excited. And I would say, well, great. So what are you going to do to fuck all of this up? That was the question I asked. <laughs> what are you going to do to screw yourself up here? How are you going to self-sabotage? And then, and then they would tell me everything they would do to self-sabotage. So they yeah. would tell me, I do this, this, and this. I procrastinate. I get overwhelmed. I don't, I don't ask for feedback. I feel embarrassed. I feel like I'm going to get rejected. I don't want to ask questions because I'm going to get rejected. My, my wife, they're going to judge me. My husband's going to judge me. It was, all do it was all down to real rejection and fearful of consequences. If they do something, bad things are going to happen. And guys, most things we think are going to happen never happen. They're blown out of proportion. And I like with fear and false evidence appearing real. A lot of the times that is the truth. It is. And most people go and most people do this. No, this could happen. But I say, as Byron Katie said this, she goes, uh, she's a spiritual teacher. She has something called the work. And she asked her clients are really in bad states. She asked them a question. She goes, can you 100% be sure what you're saying or what you're thinking is true? And 10 out of 10, it's never true. It's a theory they have about something mm. to, to keep them in their comfort zone. Because for some reason in the past, they tried something and they got, they felt pain. So I, I think, how have you trained it? Because we've all felt pain. I felt a lot of pain. I know you have, Thomas, all of our, every human has. What do you do when you feel pain? Do you just stop and give everything up and freeze? Or do you... Tell me a little bit no, about what you No, no, no. This is one of the big things because, I mean, ultimately, as humans, you know, we're, we're driven by pleasure or pain. You know, those are the two sides of the spectrum. That's ultimately how we work. Um, I mean, you know, when experiencing pain, a lot of people will sort of look at it and go, I don't want to experience that again. And I think the other side of it is then they add emotion to that element and they get upset. They, they, they feel... 
childish. They feel weak and they don't want to experience that again. And, and therefore they sort of turn their back on it. They, 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 they bury the head in the sand that's in the sand, in the sand. And they, they, they just, they don't do anything about it. And for myself, I know this is, this is for you. And this is where we see our very successful students come in is where they experience pain. Our team, you know, our team, we're, we're, um, when there's a, a failure, because there are failures in business, don't get me wrong. You know, you look at it and you go, okay, what went wrong? Well, this went wrong. Okay, why did it go wrong? Okay, there's a reason behind that. Okay, so how can we avoid this happening again? How can we, how can we learn from this mistake? And that has always been my approach. And I mean, it takes time and I'm certainly not perfect. And, and But for me, generally, if I experience pain, I look back and I go, I stop, I pause, you need to breathe. And you go, right, well, what, what caused that? Why, what yes. did I do? What were the You do an audit. You do a mental audit, right? And I think here's the, here's the thing I was teaching some people recently and myself, learn how to leverage your pain. How can you get something out of this? Leverage your pain, leverage your challenges, because otherwise you've already got, think about this guys, you've already got it. It's not, why not get something out of it? Why not do something about it? I, I failed more, pe- more times than people have had hot dinners and, and cold packed lunches and uh, squeezer juice boxes. Like I've failed a lot of times, but then I've kept going and I've learned. And when I did, when I failed, I always take an audit. What did I do? How can I get a bit better? How can I improve my skill set? I always say there's two sets. There's the mindset, which is your fuel to learn the skills. Do you know what I mean? Because if you don't have the mindset, how on earth are you going to be willing to learn the skills? Because you're the person that has to read the book or attend the seminar or listen to the podcast. And people, here's the thing. People love listening that people don't like doing. And what you said there about action, I think that's the big part of this part one of it. There's going to be a few parts, guys, of this of this episode because we get the demand and a lot of people ask about this. Procrastination is an excuse because we don't want to t- pull the trigger and take action. Also, there's something called a fear of success. There's success barriers. If I get successful, I'm going to lose everyone around me. Yeah, or, or um, lose that success again, you know, yes. uh, or, or lose it. Yeah, it, it's self-sabotage is, is a huge one. And I mean, as I said, there's the outward element and the inward element. And, and in a certain regard, the inward element then becomes so much more important. A lot of people go, I don't need this mindset stuff. I just do. Well, actually, the, the way in which you go and do, the way in which you go and take outward action is steered fully by those inward perceptions those inward beliefs so true yeah that, that resilience mentally to say ouch that hurt what did i learn okay I, I won't go and touch the hot kettle again i will go use a towel but <laughs> a bad analogy but it's true um i'll now go move forward rather than saying i'll never make tea again and 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 looking at it in 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 this way and it sounds really op- oversimplified but Honest to God, I, I, I can't believe how many times we've seen this. Grown adults, people who are, you know, had careers, who are entrepreneurs already, you know, and, and had an element of success, and they have acted exactly like that. They have exactly acted oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. It's habitual. It's conditioned in society to, to, to quit. And I think a lot of the times what happens is people, this is what most humans do. Most people do quit because of the pain. 
that that's just a fact that we can go deeper in the next episode about that but here's what I and success barriers and they don't want to lose things but here's another thing that's really important I want to make I want to make the point on is most people what happens is they rationalize everything they say this is why I quit so before we wrap this episode up I'll quickly tell you a 30 second story most clients that ended up quitting in my in my program over the years which there have been people quit obviously I'm not gonna lie about that I would say to them okay so I would say you're quitting right I'd say what if and they've got an excuse they've got a reason I said what if you woke up and you made 10,000 this morning and your kids ran up to you gave you a hug and you went out in the sun and you felt proud of yourself and you had a nice cold beer in the in the evening and your wife kissed you you on the cheek and said well done baby I'm so happy you uh, followed through and did that deal and you had 10 grand in your bank would you quit they went no so I said, that's going to happen if you don't. And then they rationalize and talk themselves out of it. Do you know what I mean? That happens. Mm-hmm. So guys, we can go deeper in the next episode, but that's it. Most people don't have a vision and that's, that's just the reality of the truth. You can do it though, guys. We'll talk a little bit about more of our stories in the next episode and um, kind of shed some likes. I think everyone thinks these people that do podcasts are successful. Every master was once a disaster and we want to kind of share some personal stories about us. And I uh, hope that might inspire you. Okay, guys? Yeah, appreciate it. Any last points, Thomas? Or? Guys, we'll catch you on the next episode. It's going to be a good one. There's a lot to dive into. And <laughs> me, this is, this, is, this is huge. This is so huge. So, um, yeah, with that said, we'll catch you on the next one.